It's been C. Young Griper, 718-339-6020. Here to talk again. By phone, 718-506-9099, extension 31. And the text. In general, donations, criticisms, constructive criticisms, comments, encouragement. That's 347-927-8398. And Monday morning here, 9 o'clock, is live. And it's played again Sunday, 5 p.m. And safety, hopefully the Purim celebrations were Shem Shemayim, we're all Kiddush Hashem. And also now getting into Pesach mode, person should start thinking about Badikas Chumbitz, how we're going to make sure when we search out for the Chumbitz uh, before Pesach, it's crucial we don't use fire. Very crucial. There have been stories we mentioned. Someone went with a fire underneath a bed, and unfortunate things happen. Also, when we have to be a chumas, we have to burn the chumas. The same thing. Just very careful. It could take a flame, kerosene, go in someone's face. Chas So just go over a little bit preparation, preparation a little bit. In one's mind, especially the parents, Pesach coming, how to do these things in the best way. The best way. They'll just come to the night and do what we usually do, or it's crucial. Millie used to say, Purim, Kanshu Freilek, Purim is all year round. The ideas of Purim are all year round. So this year, Mamushur began the idea of Simchus Purim with a comparison to Tefillin. To tefillin. As a person, when he wears Tefillin, there's Yiris Hashem, a soldier. And there's also Anivis, humility. And these two a parameter to a person who's going to drink. The person is a high level, so the drinking is going to bring them to high levels. But otherwise, it was something to think about. We spoke about it. The idea of with the fill-in, Amelia used to say, year of course, connected to Ra, the sea. So a person works on seeing Hashem in the everyday so-called mundane things in life, so a person starts seeing Hashem and it's like the happiest, happiest time. When you can walk in the streets and feel the fresh air and know it's Hashem, know the birds of Hashem. And after a while, a person walks away with a simple sachayim and it leads to fear. Hashem is always looking, always watching from the windows, from the bulletin boards, billboards. So it's a crucial understanding 
that use Purim to build <clears throat> not only out of Simcha, but in a Simcha. Simcha and knowing Hashem is there even when not mentioned. And in our minds, sometimes not seen. So it's a crucial idea to continue all year round. Like I'm walking around with the film. I mean, walking around in a state that Hashem is watching. Hashem is here. It's very, very important to build one's control and build one's simcha. To know Hashem is, is there holding you, hugging you, and there for you in every, every respect. That's one little Nakuda. Another one, Elizabeth Ginsburg spoke, mentioned, what does it mean <clears throat> not knowing the difference between Hamon and Monachai? Yelujadas, so called. So it's called when was Mavatal his das to the Torah das. So you can then, a person involved with Torah das. Shem's das. So the difference between Mordechai and Haman, there's really no difference. Well, the simplest we have is to stir us up, and all the unfortunate, difficult times we have is also to push us and wake us and make us cry, etc. Many times those are difficult times, but it's all part of the same coin. Easier said than done. So here, the point is to connect to Das Torah. That's what we say over and over again. Every family has to have a Rav. Every family has to decide. It is incredible things because Das Torah, especially in Shalom Bias, it's different than the psychology of the world which sees he does this, she does that, and wants him to change and her to change. Like the villain going, you said, changes very, very hard. What do I do? Well, first we have to learn who our mate is and who a woman is, who a man is. And through Das Torah, a person can see the can learn the inner workings of a man and a woman and personalities. At the same time, learn how you yourself can learn how to deal with it, accept, but learn how to deal. For example, a recent <coughs> development that one side felt slighted. I got angry quite a bit. And on the surface anger management, and all this very serious stuff. And after being looked into a little bit, a certain person, a certain man needed pampering. Second marriage, and it seemed like his wife was making her children come first, not meaning it at all. This is her babies. And most of the time, it's the other way around. The women need pampering, and the 
Husband has to know this is part of the deal. We mentioned AAA, attention, appreciation, and affection. Attention, major affection your mates need. Appreciation, thank yous are not enough. Absorb the things that they do and give them big yashikoaks. And affection, warmth, a listening ear. So it's important that this idea that a person has to learn to accept the mate and see what can be done, but that's through Das Torah. And there are many Das, people with Das Torah have families, Rebbe's, and they have the Rebbe's who've grown, who've lived through these things. And in a situation, a certain man, and it looked like from the outside, I can see people going, I can management and it's all over. And the woman was smart. She listened. And she started pampering him. He came in, king of the day, any phone calls to the children, to her mother, was done without him being around. And all of a sudden, he started feeling very comfortable. It was mentioned by the Rav, when difficult situations come with family, come to him first and let's work together. In a matter of days, there's peace on earth. So that's Torah is crucial here because it's not just dealing with people. It's dealing with the inner workings of an individual and dealing with how to accept who the other person is. Changing other person, not so pusher. We can't change ourselves so fast. But what we can do is put ourselves in situations that are positive and do certain acts. Like right now, there's certain ladies doing the same thing she did before. She's a pampering, but now she's doing a little extra. She's still talking to her children, but she's doing it other times. Not sneaky. It's just this is what he needs. I'm number one. And it's the other way around, too. That a person has to make their mate feel number one. Number one, number one. So in order for this to happen, each person, again, that's Torah, that's Torah. So Lazy was teaching it, Vatal your own, usually our rod zone. Anything against our rod zone we can't take. We, we mentioned the zero tolerance zones today. And vote yourself to a Rebbe, to Das Torah. Someone who knows you, sensitive to both of you, and has been through the deal already. It's a major difference in your life. Things will come up. Go speak to Rabbi G. Something comes up. Oh, go speak to Rabbi C. All of a sudden, it becomes a, a big it's a thinking process and a lot of control. There's another word to keep perm all year round. Mavatal, you're thinking to Hashem's thinking. That's Torah. The third thing we mentioned a little bit already. And Millie used to say that, tape 101, about 40 years ago, that life is full of parables, which on the surface seems like one thing, but Deeper is another thing. For example, you just say sun rays that warm your body. It's like golden coins. What it does, it nourishes us. 
The blue sky, the feeling of the blue sky, the green grass, maybe not now, not yet, or the snow, or the birds chirping, you've been hearing that. All this is to not just a nice feeling, we mentioned last week, but it's to stir up our neshamas, like Purim. As a stir up, when you go over this Purim story, the scenario, you see all, if you go back, my Freya, go back and you see almost every step was a major, major miracle. And all of a sudden, there's a stirring up of a neshama, that Hashem is here. He's stirring us up to work on ourselves with perfection. We want to work on perfection. And we want to work on getting along. There's so many things we're going to work on. But these good feelings that are stir us up, you have a warm home, a home. The nice feelings should stir you up. It's interesting, a person told me he went to a cemetery to, had to go to, to a, a nun from relatives, Leviah, and he saw the children. And the older, people, not so old, maybe 50, 60, but he knew when he was younger, they were still into their rock and roll. They mentioned the old singers, and, and it was, he thought he was back uh, 40 years ago. And when they mentioned about their families, the, the, the broken families in many cases, or going in this direction, that direction, they would ask him, he told me, so how's your family? And he said, healthy and normal. Healthy and normal. He walked away. He told me, unbelievable. Look what I have. Look what I have. Healthy and normal. Normal means brothers and sisters fight. Sorry, buddy. And it's hard to work up the children in the morning, especially boys. And the homework is another detail. And the nights is another detail. Go to sleep. That's why father and mother have to work together on this deal. But the point is, it's normal. It's within the range of normal. So we need, again, that story too for this stuff too. How to deal with family matters, parenting, etc. Parenting causes a nice, but you need someone who knows you to work with you on the details, everyday details. So there's a parable that you have a home, you have a Torah home. Don't just take it for granted. That feeling is to stir you up to be a better parent, a better mate, a better son, a better Talmud, a better Rebbe, a better worker, a better learner. It's all part of the same process. It's all to stir us up. Person learning in the base medrash. Today, I mentioned last week, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, a person would walk into the, the yeshivas today. They'd say, this is Gan Eden, right? This is how they're gonna, this is how Gan Eden's going to be. Even coffee and Danish is too here. Warm during the winter, cool during the summer. This is not just nice. We have to stir ourselves up with what we have. Stir ourselves up, stir in the Shem, Hashem, this is good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push myself to do better. That's what Purim's about. Purim's about is Shlemish, Shlemish, Shlemish. Hashem, Hashem, Hashem. Stamp, 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 the Haman, the Amalek. The Yitzhahara of laziness, but son is of making jokes. There's so much to be thankful but this is part of the stirring up. 
And it moves us in the area of working on perfection. We're going to look at a few things today. First, the perfection. But also, we're going to see there's many things going on in the world today. And we know in Eretz Yisrael, with the draft, I just met someone who was living in Eretz Yisrael, how money was cut from 1000 a month to like, you know, 200 a month, how people asking each other for food. It's very, very difficult. Then we see a crying out Eretz Yisrael, gathering here in America, in New York, and you see all of a sudden... Someone mentioned this to me. We're thinking about Eretz Yisrael more. Our brothers and sisters a little more. We're really thinking about them. Adopting for them, there's Adopt a Kolel, a certain program, 20 Kolels I know were adopted. Eretz Yisrael from here, people are sending money monthly. So there's a certain togetherness now that maybe, maybe, this difficult, difficult time is... To tell all of us, get out of your own self-contained box. Look at your neighbor to do chesed. Look at your block. Look at your shul. Look at the grocery store. Look at the community. And even look at the world. We can look at the world. So that's what we're going to look at today. A little bit of our own self-perfection. But generally also, there's a world out there. Shem is giving us a tremendous opportunity while things are good so-called. We don't want to wait and wait like things become catastrophic and real, real suffering goes there and here. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. It's an impetus now to work on loving our brothers and sisters. We mentioned just now <clears throat> the idea of the fill-in, the simple sachayim with the years Hashem. Be seeing Hashem. And uh, humility means Hashem runs the show, which means you, you have to say to yourself, I'm going to work, work, work. I'm going to try, 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 daven, daven, daven. But then at a certain point, I'm going to go, Hashem, it's all you. Panas is all you. Shaduchim is all you. Shalom is all you. You keep trying, but you have to know, Hashem, it's all you. You can turn things around. And then we mentioned the Das Torah we all need. Invite <clears throat> yourself to a Rebbe. That's the real Das Torah. And Ramilla mentioned the parables, the parables that help us stir our emotions. And Midas, for example, we have to work on tolerance. Work on tolerance. It's hard. We live in a world that says no tolerance, zero tolerance. Everything we've gotten since we're little, so anything goes against our, our way. It's not just a response. It's a, like a war. There's no tit for tat. There's tit for bombs. So you have to work on it. A little bit of tolerance. Tolerance. What do you mean? He's doing this. You're doing no, no. There's tolerance. How to deal with it? Deal with it. Control. The people told me, what are we gonna do? I'm, I'm gonna hold it in. Hold it in, and uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna be destructive. You don't hold it in. You hold it in at the moment. So control at the moment. Like remember, zero tolerance has to be changed to. You know, there's, uh, we mentioned no safe, there's a safety zone, and now we need a no tension zone. Same thing, a lot of chizuch, a lot of listening. Listen, listen, listen. And then validate, validate, validate. 
but you need your own outlets. That's what you need. To, you talk to your Rebbe. Maybe talk to a Chava who's a, a Rebbe, who you know you can like let it out and talk to. Or you change those emotions that are negative to positive to doing. From the walk in the house ready to yell instead of yelling, why is this happening? You could yell, honey, it's great to see you. <laughs> you can change the emotions. So there's ways to let it out, but doesn't mean at the time. This is working on perfection. Patience. Really, patience depends on our own manuchas and nefesh. Our own comfort zone within ourselves. And this is something we have to work on. All the things we just mentioned, if you see Hashem is here, all of a sudden it becomes a comfort zone. And we constantly say the same story, you know. A young man gets up in the morning, the bathroom being used, pants are wrinkled, and no lunch, he goes to get the bus, water splashes on his clothes, Late again, the baby looks at him. Some shaduchim is going on. Doesn't work. Comes home. His little brother squirts him with a water gun, and right away he's he runs after him. He wants uh, who knows what he wants to do to him. Another scenario: he gets up, the bathroom's his, the pants are there, and lunch is ready, bus is ready. Goes in on time. Shaduchim, he's getting married. Who knows when? Soon. Comes home, the squirting of the water gun, he feels he squirts back. So most of our patience has to do with our own own happiness and direction and progress and work we're doing with ourselves. It all deals with what we just heard, all heard. Shem Hashem Hashem's chesed. And we learn that... Jealousy, it's very hard. If the we mentioned the three poisons: jealousy, and type of desires, and honor, covered. It's in every person, but it's mixed in with our ideas of jealousy. For example, the person that could have a good jealousy. I see someone doing something good. I got to do it. Desires, your desires could be directed to Hashem. I want to serve Hashem. Your covet could be covered at Torah. It's a whole different way you can use these poisons. And I mentioned someone to me said he went to a chasana on the way. Good friend for many years. Little story, his little baby was getting married now. On the way he told me he felt bad. Felt bad. I guess because he said my own child is not married yet. And he got there, when he saw his friend, he started crying and laughing. Then he realized, I'm very happy. I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Maybe I have to work harder, whatever it is. But then he realized his Yetzirah of jealousy was mixed in with, uh, with him, his feelings. And many times our COVID, our Taiva, how many times Taiva, you know the cake's not good for you, and you go for it. Inside, you want to use the taiva to good things, but it's being pushed. All of a sudden, it gets mixed up. So many of the times, we're doing things we shouldn't be doing. It's a it's an outside yitzhar that intertwines with our own jealousy that could be positive, our own covid which could be positive, our own taiva that could do, could be positive, and we don't really. It really is a force. 
This man showed me. He said he went there, he was crying with his friend. Me crying, I'm more jealous. Why should I be crying? Because that's what he felt. This is something to work on. Catch yourself. Catch yourself. The feeling, feelings come and go. Use your seichel. And there's so much more. We can work on our perfection when stirred up by the happiness of the, the nice day, of the nice family, of, of things good that are happening. Stirs us up. Daven better. Learn better. Semchzachayim. I think there's all of my ball. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. So that's first part. Dealing with self-perfection. But dealing with the second part of Achdus, of what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, and that we see brothers and sisters are getting very, very close now. Shem is saying, these are your brothers and sisters. Adopt the call, like we said. So what do we have to do? So we'll look at Reb Miller's Ten Commandments of Marriage, but Ten Commandments of Life. How we mentioned so many times. <laughs> Be realistic. Expect the unexpected. And this is crucial. The same story I told, the public school story. Certain teacher in public school used to teach, you know, do nows. Someone was, uh, be realistic, expect the unexpected. In public school, they didn't know it was Red Miller talking. And they wrote down, and the teacher said, expect the unexpected. Maybe your mother had a hard day. So the next day, one student came in the room said to the teacher, you know, usually my mother doesn't have supper for me, and I yell at her. I came home, I didn't see supper. So what I did was I said, ah, oh. Mr. C said, maybe my mother had a hard day. I made the supper. My mother came home and said, Phil, what, uh, what's this about here? Usually yell at me. My teacher, Mr. C, said, be realistic, expect the unexpected. So I figured maybe you had a hard day. She said, thanks, Jody. So you see that unexpected things can be used. Man walks in the house, his wife is upset, like we just said earlier. What is what kind of day she had? It could be hormones. Most of the time, it's like a lot of hard day. Wives, mothers have real hard days, busy days, stress, stressful days. So if they yell, person has to see what, what's this about? Maybe she must help. Maybe I have to stand a little earlier. I have to come with the davening a few minutes just to help out. Come home earlier. Learn a little later or whatever it is. I have to be there for her. When I come home, I say, honey, put your feet up. I'm taking care of business. <laughs> Yeah, Friday, Shabbos, and Sundays too. But you have to be realistic. It's a, it's a big criteria that many of our unexpected incidents come where we act. And we can move that to family, to children. Many, many unexpected things. A breaking of a glass. Uh, not making one's beds, toys all over the place. And even today is a big thing with the mouth. See, as children become teenagers, the mouth becomes a little too loose. 
And you say, I never spoke like this to my parents. But again, we live in a generation, it's in the air. You can't speak in one's mind and equal rights, even though, you know, of course, we feel every, everyone is equal in their own way. We see. And what happens is we see teenagers, they're not a talk. The, guy, the boys are learning, come home late, okay? There's not that much time to talk. But the girls who have a proclivity to talk, they're not at Baruch Hashem. It's part of being a mother. You have to know how to talk much better than men. How to soothe, uh, deal with hundreds of situations all the time. But unfortunately, when a young person has a mouth that they can talk, and we live in a generation that we unfortunately many times don't think before we talk, parents are hearing things like, what? Like, what would my child say to me? We don't know what I mean. They say things like, what? And you have to know how sometimes, how to look away, how to deal with it. Expect the unexpected. You might have personally pull this child aside later and discuss. Sometimes you say, I was upset. And you have to see how to deal with it, but straight on. You don't talk like that, bang, bang, bang. Not so simple. It's harder when they talk to your mate, like to your wife. So you have to somehow make a presence in the house. That's why a man has always talked nice to his wife. Nice, 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 nice. He, she has talked nice to him. This is going to be their model. It's going to help them, by the way. But if the niceness in the husband and wife conversation is not there, so the children who do not have, has controlled, has control over their mouths as hopefully the adults do, the problem, but expect the unexpected. Children are going to say things and do things that we're pretty shocked about. If you go back to again, seeing Hashem, Hashem is here, and that's Torah, and the parables of life that gives us a certain happiness within to help me deal how to deal with things. It's a big thing. And now children have to deal with parents. Sometimes today, especially, the children are very learned. They're going to Yeshiva, Beishako. By the time they're 15, they know a lot, a lot. So parent, how do you know you're growing in Yiddishkeit, young people? Your kibbutz aim has to be getting better. So you're honoring the parents is getting better, so then you're growing. If it's not getting better, you can blame everybody else you want. Give up aim is like a mid derisis, is a, from the Torah, it's like putting up the fill on everybody. So these are things. And then go a little farther out. Hayashitrabayim, and their bayim treats the Talmidim. It's a lot of work today, a lot of reflection, a lot of advice we need. How to deal with the situation, individuals, not general clouds, sit in your seat straight. Sometimes those students are big students. They can't sit straight. Or they sit in the corner and they have to turn their heads, their hopes. So instead of that, they turn the whole body. But you're not sitting straight. So it takes, expect the unexpected. How do I deal with it? And then when you have in the community, you see people waiting online, going in for other people online, and double parking, all this stuff. Again, expect the unexpected. Be realistic. Doesn't mean you have to tolerate it so fast. You have to think about how 
to do something, how to appropriately approach. Sometimes you can't approach. But again, this whole idea is re reaching octus. We have to realize we're working together as a team. These are our brothers and sisters. And we have to think, 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 the community. And now we're going even to Eretz Yisrael. What we can do, we can daven for them. We can send them money. And whatever we can do to help our brothers and sisters over there too. So that's also the idea of Purim. Is to bring Octus's whole planet Earth. Another of the Ten Commandments we mentioned is keep routines. Miller, keep routines. We mentioned a man who used to take his wife out for ten, wife out for ten years. Tuesday nights, babysitters when they got married, they also had their husbands take them out Tuesday nights, and some have Shabbos walks. Shabbos walks rekindle, 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 rekindle the relationship. Big thing, keeping routines is urgent, urgent. In the morning, we're moving some, something for her husband. She should continue doing it. Her husband does something for his wife. Keep the routines. Keep the routine phone calls you make. Keep the routines when you come home. A nice watermelon spread on the table for your husband. You'll have a nice evening. Or the man comes on a routine before I get home. I, Whatever it is to calm me down. Even a donut, I walk in calm and I'm ready to save the day. Here comes Superman. I'm here to save the day, and I'm going to take them like a king. I'm going to take those potches from everyone. They're going to hear my yells and screams of blaming. And I'm going to hear all the things they want, the orders. And But I'm going to come in, and I'm going to help everybody. But this is routines. You walk in the house, first thing, big hello to your wife. Next, each child gets a hug, kiss, and each child gets what he or she needs. Even to sit for a minute, this one, or walk over here, wrestle with this one. These are routines. Come in with a soft voice, a happy voice. That means <clears throat> you can't just do it when you kiss the mezuzah. You have to do it for a block or two before home. Chaz are over. Again, let's go back to the teachings. All the teachings, the, the parables, all the good things that are happening that should stir us up, stir us up. Walk in with a simcha, in, a simcha inside of you. Because only on the outside they're going to know. They're going to feel it. Keep the routines. I'm going to walk in with a simcha. Kiss mezuzah and ask for help. Walk in how to create a positive situation with every person. How to be the major listener. Peacemaker. <laughs> These are routines. The same routine we could have. Children with the parents. Children come in the house. First thing, routine. Mommy, what do you need? Abba comes home. Stand up. What do you need, Abba? Get into involved in routines. Routines with the parents. And routines with grandparents and grandchildren. So the grandparents call me, I have nothing to do. Well, you have a number of grandchildren. You should have a daily or weekly phone call with all of them. All of a sudden, it becomes a positive, constructive routine. And the same friends at the shul start a routine of saying Shalom Aleichem. Start a routine of picking up the tissue boxes. Start a routine of putting weights for them. Whatever it is, start a routine. Your one is going to encourage. And Yeshiva too, a boy could do that to his friends and a girl could do that to her friends. Think of a routine. I'm going to bring the extra pencils. People know where to get the extra pencils. Whatever it is. And then at the grocery store, I'm the one who's going to say, please and thank you, please and thank you, please and thank you. I'm going to be the one. So again, we're creating already into the community already. 
And then in the community, you see as you're driving, how to act like a mensch. Again, we mentioned online, my routine's going to be, I'm going to say please, say thank you. Maybe someone a little older wants to place online a seat. I'm going to work on it. I'm working on routines that every day we're in very similar situations. We wait for buses, for our children to get on buses. There's ways. This is a routine that you can be a mensch. You could be a helpful person. You could be an encouraging person. Moving you mentioned in the community. It's a big thing. We know a year has to act like a mensch. And then last get together and concerning the draft and everything trail, people acted like a routine. You should act with like a mensch. Was they everything was safe, clean on the subways, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So we can use our energies to not only keep the positive, constructive routines, husband and wife, and children and parents, but we can go to friends, the community, and whatever we can do. Again, we can daven for Eretz Yisrael. Have a routine every day, three times a day. I daven for Eretz Yisrael. They should be safe. They should have panasa. They should be able to learn Torah. They should bring up healthy families. Go for it. All of a sudden, they become routine in your mind and in your actions. We have another third commandment the Rev taught us. Make peace as soon as possible. This is a very big one. <clears throat> we know making peace as soon as possible if they have to be quiet, that doesn't work. Validate, that doesn't work. Picking up a broom, that doesn't work. Sorry, that doesn't work. But do not respond back in a, a mean, destructive way. You can try to make peace, make peace. That's what you always mention. Again, the no tension zone, common giving encouragement. <laughs> if... A person can encourage his wife 10 times a day in the things she does, and husband 10 times a day in the things he does, and each child also, and children can give encouragement to their parents. All of a sudden, making peace as soon as possible, it's much easier. Because uh, after a minute of a tirade because of frustration from a mate, if we, on a regular basis, give chizuk and try to be peaceful and get along and do things for each other, Try to act like a mensch, it'll go away fast. So there's a knife still in the chest, but it'll go away. It'll go away. One time, a person called the Rev, and the wife was yelling in the background. And the Rev said, Tell him, Rabbi C. Well, no, he said, Tell her you love her. So he turned around and said, Rabbi C said, I should tell you I love you. And it calmed things down. So we have to always see our minds have to be Shalom B'nehem, Shalom B'nehem, Shalom B'nehem. Make peace as soon as possible. We have to, we have to, we have to. Listening ears are crucial, crucial, crucial. And not only that, between parents and children and children and parents. Parents also have to work on not like making, you know, bowing down, but making peace. To make sure there's a good feeling with your children. That's what you always need, advice, how and when and where to do. Going back to the routines and the unexpected, having a rough. 
Make peace. Make sure there's peace with your family members as much as possible. The children should always tell the in tell their parents good things about their mates. Rabbi Miller was very strong in this. Powerful in this. Children, married children, should not tell their parents about anything negative about your mate. If you hear something negative, you go, I'm, I'm working on with sir, we're cleaning the house better. Or I'm working with yeah, we're looking for the job. But yeah, it's it's hard, but is really trying. Whatever it is, as soon as the parent knows, even when the trouble goes away within the between the couple, the parent remembers. I remember next month, next month, twelve months go by, all of a sudden the, the mate is a monster, even though they made up the twenty nine days in between. And I can tell you a story with a whole espionage story in I was in England and the parents and they wanted to come in and take the children away because every month they would hear something negative but they didn't realize the other 20 days or so they were doing okay. The parents hear the always and always and he always and the negative times. Make pieces as soon as possible. But do not let negativity, oh, I'm going to hold it and get the people you can speak to who are logical, practical, you mentioned Das Torah, Das Torah, Das Torah. But you got to get comfortable with someone to speak to who knows a lot, who's been through. It can help you along in a constructive way. You mentioned learning what your mate is made out of, how to deal with accepting it and how to deal with it, how to, many times you mentioned pampering and constructive words and helping and doing things can help the mate be less stubborn. Help the mate in certain areas with cleanliness, etc. And then make peace into the shuls. Don't stop there. As soon as possible in the shuls. Window open, window closed. Late, talking, not talking. Someone tells you, shh. Okay. Okay. I'll make peace as soon as possible. I'm not going to react. Yeah, maybe I should keep quiet a little bit. So in shuls and yeshivas, make peace as soon as possible. And if you're not sure why someone is doing something to you, ask, 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 ask them how to do it. The other a boy came over to me and said, I, I put some salt on seven gradies. I put some salt on another boy's food. I want to do tshuva, but he's not going to accept it. And I spoke to both boys and, okay, it's workable now. Everyone forgive each other. But the point is that you have to make peace in yeshiva, peace in Beis Yaakov, in the shuls, in the grocery store, in the bank, with your fellow people. Make peace as soon as possible. Someone's in a car and delays you and you want to yell and you get a yelling. Make peace as soon as possible. You're right, you're right, you're right. Whatever it is, don't try to justify. Justify you're going to get another tirade. Everyone's a little, when people are upset, it's over time, money, or attitudes. Make peace as soon as possible. We want Mashiach. We want all this good stuff. It's very, very important. Make peace as soon as possible in communities and also around the world. Should never be talk. But one group against the other. Miller was very oh, against it so so much. How could you Hasidim talk about Litvish and Litvish talk about Hasidim and Sephardi talk about this? And you don't talk about anybody. 
That's what you're talking also. You get sins a million times over. There's no talking about each other. He's making peace. Always. We have you act nice to each other. Big hat, little hat, shrimal, no shrimal. We have to realize we're all part of the same team. Oh, they do, but I, so I, I, what are you talking about? And even it's very individual too. There are a lot of, a lot of good people, sincere people among us all over, top to bottom, really good people. So we should, I'm going to vow to myself, I'm going to make peace in my mind and only speak constructively about all Yidden. Speak constructively about all the people. Top to bottom. It's a big thing. We're making peace. Ereshashel too. Whatever comments you have, no. I'm going to dominate for them that there's peace there and I'm not going to make any negative comments. It's important Unless you're the person to help fix something, which usually we have to fix ourselves way, way before that, to make say, I'm going to Hashem, I vow, I want to try to make peace as soon as possible, husband and wife and children and parents and friends and community. And you'll see unexpected situations that come up. You're going to have to make peace. It's not so simple. Making peace as soon as possible is, is a job, but it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Also, next time you see the person, you get along. Or you get a good night's sleep. Everyone wakes up in the morning fresh. Never go to sleep in a, with trouble with anybody. There are some extenuous training with situations that are very hard. So you have to ask the Das Torah. How do you should deal? Somebody you have to stay away. This going there is going to help only put the kerosene on the fire. So make peace as soon as possible all over the world. Dom for everyone, do for everybody, say about everybody good things, constructive things. And I'll go to the fifth command. We're going to skip one. We mentioned to be loyal, loyal, loyal. Always skip the bad away, but never say the word get. And much of the situations I know have come around, it's usually a major, major lack of training. Major, major lack of training within all of us. Like we just said, for the who knows what time today, how to see a woman, see a man, see how they work, see how they tick, and learn, 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 and how you say, what you say, etc. how you deal, how to give encouragement, what to do. There's ways, ways. You made it there to perfect you. It's all part of your shlamus. We got it all backwards. Everything I'd be no, you know, no tension, so-called. The work, work, work. Becomes a team. All about training. That's why if anyone, any Rav meets like one time with him, one time with her, or just with her, uh, any person, do not give advice in a negative way. You have to meet. You might have to speak to him for a while and her for a while and back and forth until one finds the ika of the problem and how to work. Sometimes you'll hear somebody goes, I'll never, I'll never get together again. I'll never do, I'll never do it. I can tell you stories today until tomorrow how people 
who started doing things and correcting oneself and being tolerant and being encouragement. We've told a number of stories. Time is limited. Of the man who started all of a sudden didn't look so good. He started cleaning the house Thursday nights. And he gave Torah. And he said, yes, yeah, sure. He played Simon Says. And he became the best father. And things turned around from, I'm talking about rags to riches. And the other way around this happened. People I know put one together for a little while. And it's all, all, most of the time workable. But it needs a listening ear and a realistic understanding of of what's going on in life. And chizuk, chizuk, chizuk is urgent. Be loyal. We mentioned a little bit before. Be loyal. And also, don't separate. We just said it, but it can be separate from a person in the shul, the person in the community, sisters and brothers, brothers and sisters, the parents, and all. Never said a word separate. There's always ways, always ways, always ways to work, 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 work. Unless it's sometimes, it just can't be, but most of the times it can be. And chizda, 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 the best husband, the best wife, the best child, the best parent. Think about it, give each other chizak in the grocery store. Tell a grocery person how wonderful. I, don't, I see how you have patience and the, the shul, the yeshiva, the same thing. The world, you give chizak and send letters to Eretz Yisrael, giving chizak to the people. We're proud of you. Keep going, keep going. Letters, money, encouragement. There's ways to use loyalty to build each other's strong points to make them stronger. How many people change other people by just giving them, you're good at photography. I know a young lady, he said, you're good at photography. She started taking a little course, and all of a sudden now she takes pictures for her school. She's the photographer of her Beishakov. New girl. Someone mentioned you have a little skill there, young lady. So much loyalty. Give that chizuk. Find the strong points, strong points in other people, and go for it. Go for it. Like the son who's struggling in one area, encourage him to fix. Encourage him to be the. He's the guy who puts the the light in. He's the one who constructs the bookcase. He's the one. All of a sudden, you'll have a tamachalkum in a few years. Oh, she's the one who draws the picture. On Yanta Purim, she's the one who puts the birthday signs up during the birthdays. Get everybody. Get strong points. You'll see different. And the same thing in shuls. You can someone always someone has a strong point of doing something. Get those strong points and encourage it. He's a good learner. He's a mensch, whatever it is, at the grocery store. Look and go out to the community. You see, the community sometimes a. Uh, a person who's the bus driver, or the person who's the told on the token collector, whatever it is, there's so much we can go by encouraging the strong points of others. Encouraging the strong points of others. And again, we can send letters to people who are doing great jobs in other communities, in the places in the world. Keep, keep up, keep up. Rashishivas could use it. Minam can use it. Parents can use it. All over the planet, we can go beyond the loyalty of all Yidden all over and back them up, encourage them in so many different ways. 
And another commandment from its time we have left, saying mean words. And the next one is, let mean words pass over. This is also, mean words means mean words. It doesn't mean just a yell. It means a real dig at something personal, a personal weakness in the other person. It's really something very dangerous. <laughs> at home, a parent has know-how. Sometimes the child's not listening. As parents be very careful not to say a mean word. You know, if you would do more work, you'd be able to read better. You wouldn't get all those D's. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, I'm making up a story maybe, but it's kind of rough. So watch mean words in the house. Don't let it... You're upset at something we mentioned before. Control, control, speak private later. But no mean words. And if a mean word comes, reflect it with a shield of oil that just slides right off and don't say anything. Again, later on, talk to the person. You can say your feelings were hurt later. Whatever it is, it's crucial. And not only that, it's in the going again. In the in father to son, son to father, and then going into the community shuls and grocery stores and yeshivas and going into business places and workplaces and going into waiting for buses, waiting in community uh, activities and going to Irish Israel. Don't watch your words. If anything said mean, let it reflect and say, if you have to, if you can back it up, good. If not, walk away. Whatever you have to do or listen, validate, sorry, whatever it takes. So, Baruch Hashem, we went over some major points here. Again, Purim, all year round Purim. Purim is seeing Hashem through the everyday life, the parables of all that we have from the light of the sun to the blue sky to the warm home to the panas that we're trying so hard and we have more than a lot of people on this whole planet Earth and a home and family and there's so much good. And this has to encourage us to do more, to do more, to work on our Learning, that's Torah direct our lives. This has to, again, we should have to get out there to be realistic and keep routines and make peace as soon as possible, be loyal people to others to try to get along, get along all the way to Eretz Israel. We have to do it now. Hashem is saying your brothers and sisters are very important there. So Hashem shall bless us all with a sloch and bracha. The Nerosin Gashmius has been seen on Gripe at 718-339-6020. On the phone, if you want to call, 718-506-9099, extension 31. The text for donations and constructive words, 347-927-8398. And... We have to think, again, this is live now, and then again on Sunday at 5, again, a person can call 718-339-6020 any questions about the talk, how we can work together, and sometimes 
this the situations get difficult. Sometimes the other others aren't listening too well. So we have to think, 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 and work together, work together to find the kuda, the point. And since we don't know everything, you never know. So give a call. Again, 718-339-6020. Hasloch, and everything. Rukhli is in Gashmir for 120 plus years.